Boraway Army and fellow music fans, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and we're the hosts of Standing BTS from the Consequence Podcast Network. We're a bi-weekly show that covers the impact and legacy of K-pop group BTS. We mix the perfect blend of research and fangirl as we take a deep dive into lyrics during album reviews, theorize over music videos, and keep up with their current events. No BTS topic is off limits. We welcome everyone into the conversation, whether you're a casual fan, committed ARMY, or someone who's just curious about one of the biggest music groups in the world. Come chat with us every other Thursday with a new episode wherever podcasts are found. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hello and welcome to The Spark Parade, a show where I geek out with artists and entertainers about their cultural spark of inspiration. I'm Adam Unz at Spark Parade on all social media. Thank you so much for joining me. My guest today is the incredible singer-songwriter November Ultra, who spoke to me about her spark, The Sound of Music. You may have heard of it. Uh, it has been a while since anyone has wanted to talk about a musical on this show, and frankly, I think we could all use a little razzle-dazzle in our life right now. Uh, so, let's get into it. Um, quick November facts. Singer-songwriter November Ultra is France's latest bedroom pop sensation. Often praised for her deep and warm voice, the hotly tipped November Ultra first entered people's ears and hearts in November 2020 with the soothing DIY lullaby Soft and Tender. Her fantastic debut album, Bedroom Walls, was released on April 8th of this year, and let me tell you, this woman has an incredible voice. There have been a lot of Amy Winehouse and Adele comparisons floating around, but she is really doing her own unique thing. Her music is jazzy and experimental and soulful, and she is great. Uh, anyway, quick Sound of Music facts. The Sound of Music is an American musical film starring Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer and was released in 1965. The film is an adaptation of the 1959 stage musical of the same name by Richard Rodgers and Oscar Hammerstein II. Based on Maria von Trapp's 1949 memoir, the film is about a young Austrian postulant in Salzburg, Austria, who is sent to the villa of a retired naval officer and widower to be governess to his seven children. After bringing love and music into the lives of the family, she marries the officer and, together with the children, finds a way to survive the loss of their homeland to the Nazis. The Sound of Music became the highest-grossing film of all time, surpassing Gone with the Wind, and held that distinction for five years. Following an initial theatrical release that lasted four and a half years and two successful re-releases, the film earned a total worldwide gross of $286 million. And there you have it. Let's dive into the good stuff. Here comes my chat with November Ultra about The Sound of Music. 
Um, so the first jumping off point is always the uh, sort of origin story. So do you remember seeing The Sound of Music for the first time? Yeah, I remember. Um, it was with my grandfather in Spain. Uh, his name is Papi Ramon. And um, I think he's one of the most important people in my life because um, he's the one who introduced me to music in general and to musicals from the 60s, very specifically. Mm. Um, American ones, but also Spanish ones. And um, I remember he put The Sound of Music, which in Spanish is called Sonrisas y Lágrimas. <laughs> and it was in, in, it was in Spanish. And I, I saw it and then it was over. And I looked at it and I was like, I want to see it again, which is really weird because I was very young. I think I was like six or seven. And um, it's a three-hour movie. But mm -hmm. I was just, I was so into it, to all the songs. And I really wanted to, I wanted to learn. I wanted to just have everything just re-recorded in my mind. I, was, I just couldn't have enough. So, yeah, I remember I was really in the, in the living, living room in Spain. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that you can remember the exact first instance because, like, I cannot. And in my <laughs> mind, it's something, you know, I mean, it always has been around during my lifetime. So, um, I think that musical in particular is so ubiquitous. It's just like it's ingrained in, uh, so many different cultures around the world. And was this enormous success and also is a uh, byproduct of a time when movie musicals in particular had so much more power um, and were a much bigger part of the public consciousness. So, yeah, I, I totally get that kind of um, – and also it, it does amaze me that it's it's as long as it is. And even now, it's something that, you know, people – think of as a way to kind of keep kids occupied because they'll love it. And most kids movies now, I think it's like 90 minutes max. Um, everybody just assumes that no one has an attention span. Yeah. And it has an intermission. Mm -hmm. Like there's a moment there's just like intermission, you know, we don't have that in movies that much, but also I know that cause I've, the last time that I watched it was on Christmas of last year, just because I couldn't be with my family because of the pandemic. And um, so I was by myself, I was spending Christmas by myself in France. And um, it was just like, I knew that it was the closest thing, that that would just make me feel so much closer to them. And so I watched the movie and it's crazy because I thought about it. I was like, I think this has to be my favorite just because of how many times I've watched it. It's three hours and I've watched it so many times. And every time I feel something, every time in different moments of the movie and I started crying at the moment where Georg and Maria just kind of admit to each other that they love each other and I started sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and I was like you know I was in my feelings and at the same time kind of judging myself from feeling it but what I thought about it it was like it's funny because it's a movie that I've watched so many times but it has accompanied me through my life just because when I was a child I want it to be part of the children. I want it to be a Von Trapp child. I want it to go on adventures. I want it to learn music. I want it to have siblings and do all that together. When I was a teenager, I wanted to be Liesl. I really mm. wanted to be her. And I wanted <laughs> to have that dress and I wanted to have the gazebo scene. And I wanted to have a crush that, you know, would just like dance with me and make me jump from bench to bench. And then when I got older, I just kind of, 
started understanding what the movie was also about, which was this horrendous moment in our history and and um and all the the Nazi part of it. And then you have the relationship as adults, obviously, between Maria and Georg and everything. And so it's also a movie that every time that you can watch it through every stages of your life has a different meaning or you kind of find something new. And also the songs are really, really good. Right. The songs are amazing, you know. And um I've loved uh, every song. Like for example, Climb Every Mountain, I hate it for so long. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is very this is a like austere kind of it's, mm-hmm. you know it's a moment it's just and now I love it you know I've, I've it's funny because I understood it now in my 30s I I just heard the song and for once in my life it just meant something and then I was like this is a beautiful song so hard to sing you know it's 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 that's also like what I love and also what I love about really good albums is like often you love the single and then you kind of fall in love with other songs mm-hmm. through, yeah, the more you listen to it. And that the soundtrack has that effect on me too. Yeah. I, that, um, I mean, there's so many things to touch on there, but um, that feeling of, uh, I guess it's the way that your palate changes with food as well as you, as you grow older where you're like, you know, five and you think that's disgusting. And then it becomes <laughs> your favorite food. Um, but I can remember with the sound of music, with like the Wizard of Oz thinking like the beginning, you know, the black and white part of the Wizard of Oz, the part in the convent in the sound of music that's like, oh, this is the boring part. I can't wait for this to be over. And then, you know, as you get older, you appreciate all of those moments and kind of um, understand how they fit into the context and whatever. And that goes the same for songs, that there are songs that are like, that's a boring one. But then when you really understand the meaning of it as you grow older. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if it's more like understanding is more as you've experienced it. It's mm-hmm. like your body and your emotions and are ready for that information. It's I'm happy that I didn't like that song when I was six, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't I didn't have to climb every mountain. Like it was <laughs> yeah. just not something that was my reality. What was my reality is that I loved singing and I wanted to learn how to build a melody. And so that was my reality at that time. Um, and yeah, suddenly just climb every mountain has a new new meaning to me. But I think that's a song that I couldn't have understood prior to being 30 and or going through what I was going through. So that's also what I love about musicals or about music in general, art in general, is how many times you can watch, experience something and just how different you can feel towards it every time. Right. And it, as you said, just relating to different elements of the story, like being a kid and thinking, oh, a family of singing siblings and they get to travel around and sing for people and it's so exciting and then you know having all of the historical context i think like i don't know if i understood when i was little that it's based on a true story as well so it's like that added layer um at least as i got older kind of understanding that you know a lot of the uh stuff in the film actually happened um really changed my perspective too but um 
yeah, it's, it's such an amazing film. And it's one of those films that I, like, I, I don't, I'm not the kind of person who watches films that I love over and over and over again. You know, sometimes I'll see a film a few times or like revisit it 10 years after I saw it to kind of, you know, remind myself of why I loved it. But The Sound of Music is one of those films that I, you know, I, I, I think I've probably seen like 30 times, maybe more. Um, and it's like always on TV. It's always, you know, uh, especially in the States, like over holidays and stuff, they, they'd show old musicals to kind of keep kids occupied, um, before there was, you know, streaming TV or any other choices. Um, so yeah, it's just, but it's also like a testament to how timeless good art is. Mm. And, um, you find that with movies cause you rewatch it and it's funny cause I rewatched it with uh, my roommate, uh, who's like my sister, but like she's 18, 19, so she never watched the movie before. And and we watched it, and I was like, it's three hours. Like, maybe she's not going to love it. And when you love something so badly, you want the people that you, you know, experiencing it with that, you know, you're just like watching them. It's like going to a concert. It's like, are you having a good time? You know? And so I was just trying not to watch her, but I was. And um, at the end, she's like, I just really love that movie. And in my head, I was like, I loved it when I was six. And this person is a, from a different generation, a different. She doesn't have also, because like, in my head, I'm like, I do have an emotional attachment to it. I have an emotional attachment that is my family. Mm-hmm. We make jokes about it all the time. There's a lot of private jokes. Every time that I play the guitar, I have my aunt saying like, you could have told me I would have brought my harmonica. You know, it's just like a joke. It's engraved in 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 my family and my memories. Hmm. And then suddenly I have this 19-year-old just watching that movie for the first time and just loving it. And in my head, I was like, it is a testament to how timeless good piece of music or good movie is and how it does still translate to what's going on into the world. Because like, again, we can see what's going on in the movie with the, you know, the Nazis, but like, it's still something that is unfortunately not too far away from us right now. Right. So you watch, you watch the movie and it, it is still very much engraved in the present. And I think timeless music, timeless art has that effect. That's something that you're going to watch in a hundred years and people are going to be like, this is still very, very good. You know? Yeah. And, you know, definitely from uh, a storytelling point of view, as you said, it's like stuff that is still very relevant and will continue to be because, you know, it's it's a part of history. But the songs themselves, I think the thing that I'm not a huge fan of modern musicals, like musicals in the last 20 years. And I think part of it is that a lot of it is singing exposition or singing the script, telling literally telling the story that is very specific to that musical in the song. So it's kind of talk singing and with musicals like this and older musicals I find, and maybe this is just because, you know, I'm nostalgic for my childhood or for things that, you know, my grandparents and my parents uh, exposed me to, but the songs and sound of music to me, you know, some of them feel like they, are a bit more specific to this plot, but a lot of them can exist completely independently of the film and ha- and do. Um, and they're such recognizable songs that are just, you know, a part of us that, um, 
yeah, you don't necessarily even need to have seen the film to know those songs. And I think that's a real testament to the the song craft as well. It is true. And it's also like, it is true because I never thought about it. But like, if you think about West Side Story also, it's just like songs are, I think, specific, but so universal. Because mm-hmm. it's like when you think climb every mountain or, you know, you know, I'm 16 going on 17. It's very specific to the movie. But at the same time, any time that you're a teenager, that just talks, you know, that speaks to you mm-hmm. on so, so many levels. And also what I love about the, the sound of music is how the soundtrack also has been used in modern times. Because my favorite things people always forget because they're like, oh, yeah, my favorite things, you know, the jazz standard, like, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but it comes, it actually comes from the sound of music. And it after was used by Ariana Grande and um, Climb Every Mountain, I think was sang by Shirley Bassey. Mm. Or, and um, it's beautiful. My God, she's incredible. But it's just, um, it's also that it's, it's how you can still, you know, it's a repertoire that is used by other people right. and, um, and people think that it's from that era. They're like, oh, okay, so it's a jazz standard. And you're like, no, it's from a musical. Often, often my friends that hate musicals are very surprised about it. They're like, oh, really? But it's true what you say, that it's, it's not a specific, it's very universal. It's very mm-hmm. universal. And I think truly I, I, I watched the new version of West Side Story and the songs are so universal. It, they talk about being a migrant. They talk about finding your place into the world. They talk about hope. They talk about, so it is still something that is very current for now. And, yeah. um, but I never thought about it. That's very, very interesting. Yeah. Of the yeah. difference between that kind of musical from the 60s to what's going on now. But I'm less, you know, um, critic than you are. <laughs> I still very much love musicals in all their forms. Um, every time that there's one, I have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, it is not a, it's not a hatred. It's just, no. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not as fond of modern musicals as I am from, uh, of yeah. musicals from like from the eighties and earlier. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. We're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. The stage musical came at a time when uh, I don't know if musicals were necessarily more prominent, but because film was uh, still the primary medium on screen, like you know, TV didn't exist, I, uh, or it was in its very early stages when um, the musical first started, and it became a part of kind of the public consciousness. But then this movie was the highest grossing movie of all time for five years or something like that in the States. It ran in cinemas continuously from the time it opened for four years. Wow. I didn't know that. And, you know, uh, I, I read that in some places, in some cities in America, the number of tickets sold were more than the population of the city because people were going again and again and again. So having that foundation of something that was, you know, as I've said several times in this conversation, a global phenomenon, um, combined with an amazing story, combined with amazing music, that it's like all those factors uh, create this perfect storm and and make this something that's this iconic uh, cultural institution. Um, but then, yeah, just having that staying power and being able to uh, sort of transcend the the confines of um the musical theater structure and um push past the stigma of you know in some people's mind of um you know what musical theater represents and not wanting to engage with it um and i think you know composers like rogers and hammerstein um cole porter you know people who wrote these big Broadway musicals that have songs that, like you said, have beat our jazz standards or have been had, you know, pop covers, whatever, that a lot of people don't understand what their origins are because they're so, um, they're able to exist independently and, uh, the songs are so beautiful and universal and blah, blah, blah. I'm repeating myself and. But it's funny because, like, we, so I'm, I'm in love with musicals. It's not something that, France loves that hmm. much, and um, um, we are a, f- a few like musicians that love it. So we kind of recognize each other and we like talk about it because we love them so much. Musicals, and I sing a lot of musicals on my Instagram or anything because like I love them. I love those songs so much. And at first, I was like, the first I think musical that I sang was like maybe this time from Cabaret, and I was like, people are not going to relate to this video, but I really, really want to do it. 
And I was very surprised of how many people actually reacted to that one. I was like, it's funny because I think it's also um, a reality of alignment. I love this so much that I make people love it too. Mm. And so I started kind of sharing on Instagram the story behind those movies that I love so much. And so I did that with um, Funny Girl with Barbara Streisand, which is one of my favorite movies of mm. all time. I think I had to play someone. I don't have a vocal range, but I would love to play Fanny Bryce in, in Funny Girl because, oh my God, this is it's such a splendid, beautiful. And people are like, don't raid on my parade. And they don't know that it just comes from that, you know, that musical. There is a real thing that we talked about uh, with another artist um, how little musicals actually go and have a life in France and we can't understand why because I know that also I have this access to that culture because of my grandpa because Spain loves musicals Spain Mm. has loved musicals they have like a lot of musicals in the 60s but we were looking at the, the 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 cinema from the 60s in France and there's just one person that managed to really do musicals in France and it's Jacques Demy with um, the sisters from Rochefort. I don't know how, how you, it's called in, um, in English, but it's Les Demoiselles de Rochefort. Hmm. And um, he made that just because of how much he loves musicals. And there's a, an actor in it, this Bernardo, Bernardo from West Side Story that plays in the music video, in the musical. There's um, Gene Kelly that plays in, in, the, in, 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 the, in the movie. And so when you watch it and you love musicals, you're like, okay, this guy just really made this because he loved musical. Mm. But he's the only French person that really kind of managed to truly make something that is still that you still watch nowadays. And you're like, okay, this is a musical. This is incredible. This is incredible. But we don't have that culture. And the, and the thought process behind it was like, why don't we have that culture in France? It's because French music is very much... Um, written based so in france Mm. it's music is in is important but not as important as authors that write the music is very much about serge gainsbourg kind of like Mm. all that culture about Mm. it and so that was really interesting to me because i was like i really got into it also because i have my spanish roots and i have my granddad that has access and you have all those dvds that you can buy there like you can find um, seven brides for seven brothers, mm. stuff like that, which are like musicals that no one knows in France. Mm. Every time that I find someone is like a friend of mine, but she's from Canada. And she's like, yes, I know that one. And I was like, you know that one. And I was like, the only person that I can talk about it is my grandpa, right. you know? And so that's also very interesting is how cultures, different countries, um, you have that movie that is so universal, as you say. And still is not universal in everywhere in the world. It's just people don't have the same reaction. They're like, oh, you know, the sound of music. Okay, that's that's you know, they 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 judge you a little bit. Um, and then at the same time, they listen to the songs. They're like, oh no, you're right. This is a really good song. I'm gonna rewatch the movie maybe. Yeah. Um, coincidentally, uh, when I was uh, reading up on the sound of music in in preparation for this. France is one of the only countries where it wasn't an absolute mega hit. It was like, did okay, was, you know, kind of... So yeah. That's us French people in a nutshell. <laughs> too cool for anything. We're like, oh, you think this is cool? We don't. 
we don't. We're gonna, you know, smoke <laughs> cigarettes and drink wine and and um, and talk about different stuff in our movies. I mean, I still really, really love French culture. French, but like in France, I think it was like Nouvelle Vague at the same time. So mm -hmm. it was a different current of what French people watched and wanted to see. And it was so instrumental and so important also for like cinematographic culture, right. what they've done in France. So it's not something I'm not like, ooh, boo, you know, like I, I, I really love, but like it does raise as a question of like why, where we're like, you know, where we're so opaque to the marvelous sound of music and mm. musicals in general. But I like it, you know, at, at the same time, because um, people are kind of like rediscovering it. Mm -hmm. every time that I talk about it or like seeing, you know, Edelweiss, I just love singing Edelweiss. Yeah. You know? And also I think my music is very reminiscent of that for, for, mm. for sure. Someone that at one point was like, Oh, Edelweiss and soft and tender have like that same magical energy to it. Very much of a lullaby. And I was like, of course, you know, without me thinking I've have been influenced by it i i watched my my music videos i watched the way that i carry myself the way that i dress i want to look like lisa i want to wear those um those costumes i want to live my life in in that way with music everywhere mm. my life could be a musical i would just love it you know <laughs> <laughs> if i have to choose between talking and and singing my whole life i would i, I would choose singing i would sing everything all the time so I also think that that was when you're a child and you're a teenager and you have a lot of emotions and there's so much melodrama going into your life. Musicals are amazing because you can learn a song and then you can recreate the scene. So I was like, I would use, you know, the bed linens like just to make dresses and I would look at myself in the mirror and I would sing the songs from the musicals. And that has been such a, an amazing way for me to actually get out my creativity and my love for music has been musicals forever since forever for sure yeah and that's a, a really good point that in a lot of ways music is a way to express emotion in a, a freer um not not more exaggerated but just you know letting all of the emotion out really expressing it instead of having to you know in conversation um but why though like that's my interest to it is like because music has a 3d element to it so it's not only words because like when you read a book and stuff like it's word on paper but suddenly the same words sang differently are going to mean something else differently mm -hmm. it was julian Casablancas from the strokes he said you can say the word baby in so many different ways. It's going not never going to mean the same thing. And that's also what I love about musicals and the music in a movie is like suddenly how a melody or the instrumental behind it, how many songs that we know there's a version of the song and then there's the reprise one, mm -hmm. which is always a lot, you know, more subtle, a bit sadder and stuff. And you can see how arrangements can change the whole meaning of the same sentence can mean something so different. And that's also what I love about music is how layered feelings, emotions, how nuanced you, you know, how many nuances you can put into every single word. And that's also I love. And, and West Side Story does it so well. When you listen to Maria, 
the way that they sang and it's like say it's soft and it's almost like praying it's so beautiful the way that it's written and same melody but it's not sang the same way it's it's beautiful every time i just kind of dive into the the theory the you know of 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 the songs how they're written in your head you're like this is crazy this is crazy because it's like it's culture you know it's culture it's culture audio sculpture and um so beautiful so yeah so i just i love musicals and music so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's a really uh beautiful way to put it that um it is it's you know art it it really is um uh able to evoke these emotional responses and convey emotion in a way that is very very unique they're they're um you know even within music as uh, an art form um i think musicals have a very specific place that you know it is uh there are plenty of pop songs that tell stories but not quite as uh in the same manner as as musicals do um so yeah it's it's pretty cool viva la musique yes viva les musicals <laughs> vive les comédies musicales <laughs> uh I think that is a lovely note on which to finish. This has been a true joy. Thank you so much. Um, For me too. That was so, I, I loved this conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and your music is absolutely fantastic. I wish you nothing but continued success. You're very kind. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for, for making time for me. Take care. Thank you so, so much. Have a nice day. You too. Uh, if you couldn't tell, that was a very fun one for me. Thanks again to November Ultra for chatting with me. Go and listen to her debut album, Bedroom Walls, as soon as you have finished listening to the rest of this episode. It is fantastic, believe me. Okay, quick spark of the week from me. I went to see A Strange Loop on Broadway, and it was pretty mind-blowing. It's an autobiographical story about a queer black man working as an usher for the Lion King whose true ambition is writing musicals. And this show itself is a musical. As you may have guessed from my chat with November Ultra, I wasn't uh, as into the music as I was into the rest of the story. But this is the most unapologetically queer production I have ever seen on a Broadway stage. And um, unapologetically black. Uh, it deals head on with the realities faced by black queer people. And it's so raw and engaging and I can't recommend it enough. So, uh, go and check it out. If you find yourself in New York anytime soon. And, uh, that's about it for me, please. For the love of God, follow me on social media at Spark Parade across the board. You can DM me. We can exchange recipes and gossip about celebrities. It's going to be the most fun you've ever had in your entire life. Uh, other than that, stay safe, have fun, and until next time, bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.